This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. A very good Friday afternoon to all of you. We are now less than 24 hours away from kickoff. The Huskers preparing to take on the Golden Gophers in Memorial Stadium. Thank you for joining us. My name is Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet Eric Strickland. You're listening on the block 93.7 The Ticket. Not in studio today. We are live from Barry's in the Haymarket. A little cold outside, so... We decided to go inside, but that's okay. A lot of people starting to filter in. Stricken, it's going to be a good day. It's a, we don't need the rooftop to have fun. No, I don't need the rooftop because uh, we're <laughs> sitting right next to the bar. We're at the right place. We are, hey, trust right me, we are at the right spot. And you definitely want to get here for happy hour. It's going to go until 6 o'clock. $10 domestic pitchers. It doesn't really get much better than that. $3 Captain Morgan. $1 off all appetizers. Barry's the place to be. Again, happy hour is going to run until 6 o'clock tonight uh we're also giving away a free jason peter signed jersey not just a jason peter jersey a signed jason peter jersey completely free all you got to do is come over this way put your name in the drawing you'll see us if you head on over to barry's you'll see our stand we got the the entire setup come sign up register as we prepare for minnesota uh the husker pet band also going to be here uh, at Barry's tonight at 8 o'clock, and they open bright and early at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. So if you're looking to tailgate, get your drink on a little bit early, again, Barry's the place to be. And as always, we are brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, which, Strick, I saw you sent me a photo. You were at Mary Ellen's today. I was at Mary Ellen's All over today. the place. I absolutely enjoyed the meal. Shout out to the Charles and the crew down there at Mary Ellen's. Did you see Charles? I did not see him today, oh, but that's, that's okay. Sad. It was still early. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I told him I missed him on Monday and Tuesday, so I've got right. the schedule down packed now. I was <laughs> not there enjoying Tuesdays. a wonderful hot link sandwich with some Ooh. with some yeah, I know. Beans. You sent me a photo uh, of it. It looked good. Of, uh, uh, black tea. Oh, all right. That's, uh, I'm going to have to stop by soon, too. i got to talk to Charles because his Giants are uh, are looking pretty good. So definitely want to get his thoughts on that. Strick, before we dive into a little Nebraska talk, uh, I wanted to ask you about something that broke just here a couple minutes ago because this one surprised me a little bit. Uh, the Warriors are resting Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Andrew Wiggins tonight against the Pelicans. Golden State's lost four straight. They're not going to be in the playoff picture as of right now. Again, we'll get into Nebraska Way football early, talk, but, but that right. kind of surprised me. Yeah, I believe they're going off a back-to-back, so that would probably explain why, but I feel like the Warriors aren't really in a position right now to be doing that. Um, again, coming off a championship, you would assume they'd be able to find their way into the playoff, but it just seems a little bit early to be to be sitting guys, and especially all your four kind of go-to starters. Well, one of the things is they took a tough loss to Orlando. They lost by one. Um, Second win of the they season had a, for Orlando. They, 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 and listen, Clay Thompson hits a, 
a tremendous bucket for three uh, to get them back into it. They had a bad turnover, Orlando mm-hmm. did, that gave them a shot at, at it to win it. Right. And um, they came up short. So when you think about that, Orlando is not a very good team. No, I mean, they were, no not at all. They were one in seven at the time. Yeah, no, they're not. And so uh, listening to Steve Kerr, one of the things that he says he's trying to do is he's trying to – he's going to make some changes, make some adjustments in the lineup right now. Um, certain guys, they've been tweaking and, and kind of playing with different lineup right. um, uh, differences. But they're going to have to continue doing so. I mean, Kaminga hasn't played very much this year. They're probably going to try to implement him. They're not happy with James Wiseman's play right now. No. Um, Wiggins is, is okay and solid, up and down with Clay. Um, but, they've yeah, they've been coming up short. But this is one of the things I talked about, Nate, is that this team, this Warriors team, is uh, I knew it was going to be some some trouble because anytime you have a situation that would happen with a serious conflict, Draymond yeah. Green yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, Jordan Poole, and right now Jordan Poole ha- hasn't been playing no. probably to the level of what no. he was last year. Some of that stuff can affect you. Yeah, I mean it's tough because you don't we don't know what goes on behind the scenes in the locker room, in shoot arounds, all of those things because chemistry can be inhibited right. and then what ends up happening there becomes these little micro fractures or these little fractures where uh people start you know getting into the draymond camp and people start getting into taking sides camp. yeah yeah and then you start having that kind of division i mean i saw it happen with us here at nebraska when i was playing we had these little micro fractures which caused us to go on an 11 game losing streak Oof. so it can happen they're going to have to figure this thing out they're going to have to figure out how to move on draymond uh, addressed this question about the young players, uh, he took the high road and, and he pretty much took it upon himself and the right, ownership right. of the vets. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Uh, but them sitting those guys, I don't know if it's just trying to get the younger players to have to force them to step up or is it just that, um, you know, they are giving them a break this early. I, and I, I would assume that it's a break. Again, it just seems like an odd scenario for the Warriors to already be sitting guys I mean I know it's still early in the season but still just I mean they're an eighth of the way through the season so a little bit bizarre to me uh, but I digress again we're live here from Barry's uh, out in the Haymarket. come get some food come get some drinks got some great deals going on right now Strick we'll get into Nebraska Minnesota uh, the, kind of a big topic of, of course as Nebraska starts focusing uh, on this 11 o'clock kickoff so they're going to get the early kickoff tomorrow morning um, now it looks like the line's at 14 and a half. We still don't officially know the status of Casey Thompson. Uh, I, I know we've kind of gone back and forth whether it's going to be Casey Thompson, whether they're going to see Chubba Purdy, uh, maybe even a Logan Smothers sighting. It sounds like those are kind of the three guys that have been up for discussion. But the first question I have for you, because I, I know the rumor mill has been rampant to say the least here in Nebraska. I mean, we've heard names. David Randa has been thrown out there. Uh, Luke Fickle, I mean, has been thrown out there at times. We've had Matt Rule. I mean, basically anyone and everyone has been at some point in time linked to the Nebraska. Leopold. But at the same time, (laughs) right. But at the same time, there's a guy that's also been linked to the job basically since the beginning, and that's Mickey Joseph. And Mickey Joseph finds himself in a spot where Nebraska not favored to win this game, but this is one of those games that really can build your program, and it's something that you can focus on moving forward through the rest of the season against teams that are going to compete, that are going to be difficult to beat, like Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa. It doesn't get any easier from here. We've talked about that. My question to you this game for Mickey Joseph, how important is this one? <laughs> I think they're all important. 
Right. Um, I, I think this is important from a standpoint of you're going to be facing a team that's very similar to what you just faced right. in, in Illinois. And you're still um, at home. I'll dig into that a little bit more, but I'll answer the question first. Uh, you are at home. You always – you have to take care of home. Right. That is one of the things that most teams don't – I think they consider or they're, they feel is important. But I don't know if, if, if right now we've taken that into account. I mean, Oklahoma has come in here and, and beat us pretty bad. Yeah. We had a bad showing against an Illinois in prime time. Right. And now you have a chance Lost of rejection. Georgia Southern. I mean, Georgia you can Southern throw them into the mix too, right? Right. So, you know, you just figure if you take care of home and, and you're able to go on the road and kind of take care of, a, you know, business against the Rutgers or, or in Indiana or, or certain teams like Which that. Which Rutgers they did beat. Uh, right. Yeah, Northwestern. Right. And you beat the teams you're supposed to beat on the road, then you'll find yourself having a pretty good solid record. They just haven't been able to do that. So this is an opportunity for redemption for – uh, this team, especially against Minnesota, because what Minnesota is going to pose against you, they're very physical. They're very senior, uh, heavy and laden. Mohamed Ibrahim is an anchor for that team. Yes, he is. Uh, now with 955 yards and 13 touchdowns, um, he is one of the solid pieces for them. Uh, Morgan, Morgan doesn't throw the ball very, you know, that much, and that's the thing that's going to be the test because they're going to be that continuous ground, punish, come at you and they're not going to stop all day long. It's, it's not going to yeah. stop you're right they're, they're, you're they're right. not going to uh go away from what they do well they're not going to stop what they do well and that's going to continue to run at you so you're going to have to be disciplined mm-hmm. all game you're going to have to stay in your Absolutely. your spots keep your keys right. keep your eyes where they're supposed to be and read and react very quickly because they're not going to allow you to just kind of take time off, take plays off. That's what's going to be the key for this game. I think it's going to be important for them to want to be physical. They've got to they got to take that standpoint of like what I would do in the NBA or what I would do playing basketball is when a guy gets hot or when somebody is, you know, just having runs on you, I would put an elbow in the chest. I take a foul or I do something just to set the tone change or the change momentum. the momentum. Yeah, a absolutely. Bit, right? They're going to have to do that and and sometimes sometimes taking a good penalty is something that you you know not not right. not one that's going to hinder or hurt you but right. one that's right. an aggressive penalty right. where you're being overly aggressive and i hope that they'll be able to do that this game well it's interesting you make the comparison to illinois because i i think that's probably a safe comparison both teams are going to try and do the same thing and, and i want to bring up that first half too because if you prepare the same way that you did for Illinois, obviously when Casey Thompson went down, they scored to end the first half. It seemed like it all kind of fell apart really quickly for Nebraska. I would say the first half, they did about as well as they could defending the run, right? I, I mean, I think yeah. the game plan was solid. Uh, you had that gap integrity that you always talk about that's so important, especially against a team like an Illinois, like a Minnesota. So I, I think if your game plan going into this one is similar – you can give yourself a chance. I think the question that you have for Nebraska is very similar to Illinois. You hold them to that 9 to 20 range, whatever whatever that score may look like, and give yourself a chance. Unfortunately, Nebraska found themselves, once Casey went down, they couldn't move the ball. They couldn't score. Nothing was working on offense. Mentally, they looked like they weren't there. And I think that's the biggest X factor. Yeah. Because I, I do believe that this defense, if they go in with a similar mentality, similar game plan to Illinois, they can hold Minnesota to 20, 25 points. I, I genuinely believe that. The question is, can they score that many points? Yeah, that's going to be the question. And I think if Casey Thompson is not able to go, I think – 
I, I would lean heavily or a little bit more on Logan Smothers. Here's why. I agree. This I agree. this Minnesota team is 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 very dominant. They rank in the top twelve in stop rate, holding opponents scoreless on seventy four percent of seventy three defensive drives this season. Right? That is crazy. So opponents average one point four four points per drive against the Gophers, and one of the areas that they lead in is also time of possession. They limit their opponents to 56 and a half plays. Check what I'm saying. 56 and a half plays per game. So so time of possession is one of the things. This is why I would would be uh, heavy with a smothers type of situation. And the reason being is it, 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 it gives an extra eye or it takes an extra hat off of potential because they're going to have to account for the quarterback. Right. They're going to have to account for smothers. It opens up potential more RPO type situations, you know, with his ability to run, they probably maybe thought about it, but did they really scheme for it? How much did right. they practice for it? Right. They still have to practice for three potential quarterbacks because we don't know for sure until probably today if Casey Thompson's even going to be able to That's play. What it sounds like so. Right. You've got a pass potential run guy in Purdy. You've got a run heavy with some abilities in the past in smothers. And so that's a lot to prepare for right. in, a, in, in a week's time. So can you prepare enough for that? Now, they're a good team of making adjustments. They'll do that at half. But if you can get out on them. They will, exactly. They're going to that, do that at it. half. But you've got to get out on this team because you can't allow them to continue to run the ball. They're going to do that Which regardless. is what Illinois did. They're, and they crushed yes, you in that second half. In the half. second half. Because that's the thing. If, if you let a guy like Ibrahim get going – I mean, it's yeah. and it's one of those things. It's the same thing that happened with Illinois. They're going to run the ball. I believe Brown ran the ball 32 times yeah. for 150 yards. You know what? I'll, I'll take that. That's okay. Don't give up the big plays. Don't give up the long touchdown runs. Like, don't give up those type of plays. Give yourself an opportunity to not get terrible field position because that's another thing, too, is I feel that's like Nebraska was always pinned, mm-hmm. and then when you commit that turnover, it's critical. Yeah. And, and it changes the entire outlook of the game. So I think the timely turnovers on the, on the flip side, too, I mean, if you, if you can keep Illinois, excuse me, if you can keep Minnesota from driving deep into your own territory, I mean, you give yourself a chance because we saw they moved the ball past the 50-yard line once in the second half. Mm-hmm. Once. I mean, you, you don't even give yourself a chance when you do that. So somehow they need to find a way to move the ball, get the ball downfield. And I just look at a player like Trey Palmer to strike, and he's got to get going. I mean, the one reception against – I mean, that's your X factor, right? That's your athlete. And I think partially that's on coaching too because you look at – I'll throw out an example. The 49ers with Debo Samuel. They run the ball. They give screens. They go deep. They get him the ball. He is the X factor. He is the guy. I think you have to do the similar type thing with Trey Palmer. Yeah, I mean – Illinois had a very good uh, plan. They're like, we're not giving up they the did. big play. They did. So they had a safety 20, 20 to 25 they yards did. deep, and they're saying, we're going to match up with you one-on-one. We don't believe you. They basically said, we don't believe you. We don't believe that you're going to give 
this guy enough time. We're going to stun up front. We're going to uh, uh, we're going to do slanting. We're going to do all types and of they stuff. They played a lot of man too. to make. That's what and I'm they saying. They played a lot of man. They, they 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 basically said we don't believe you. We don't believe you've got enough time to get the ball to the guy that you want to get it to. And we think our corners are solid enough. This corner is, uh, uh, as Alante Brown alluded to. He said they're great tacklers and they're decent corners. Decent corners, but great tacklers. That is the difference between what Illinois did. They're good tacklers and decent corners. You're facing basically a mirror image of what you right. what what you face with Illinois. Decent corners, solid. Actually, Illinois is better actually than 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 this Minnesota they are. team. So what you're going to have Illinois to do is, is give yourself enough time to be able to find those guys. They just weren't able to get enough separation and uh, take advantage of it. Well, let me ask you this then. We're, we're coming down to it, and I always ask you your three keys to a victory. So I'll ask you again. Strix, three keys to a victory. Listen, you've got to stop the run. You've got to put them behind the chains. This is number one. Like first half against Illinois, because I, I yes. think that's, that's the kind of defense – you can live with. You can yes. win off that. Yes, you've got to keep them behind the chains. And yes. when I say behind the chains, you can't let them be in third and three situations because that just opens up your playbook for you. You've got to make sure they're in third and sevens, yes. third and eights. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to run the ball. And, and, and they're, and they're gonna not going to stop. They're not right? going to stop running the ball. So, so you have to keep them behind the chains and get, take advantage of that. You have to be disciplined on D. You have to, you have to swarm. And just be disciplined. You can't find yourself getting pulled in from the end off of off of play actions. You can't allow yourself when you're supposed to. Your key is to the tight end, and he's crossing, and you're looking so far, in the, and you're behind, and it's allowing guys to get open and give them an opportunity to shorten the field on you. You've got to take the field advantage because that's what yes. they're going to do. Because that's what Illinois did too. They're going yes. to try to win the field field position advantage. They're going to run. They got booed in the game against Rutgers because they felt third and nine, why are you running the ball? Why aren't you passing the ball? They even passed the ball 21 times. So they, and that's what they're going to do. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So then lastly, you have to, you have to uh, not win the time of possession, but you have to have at least 20, oh my 25 gosh, to 30 nice. minutes of time of possession. If you don't, you're going to overwhelmingly give them the advantage. Their defense is going. Your defense is going to yes. get tired, and that's where they feel that you're going to have your breaking point. Because that's the thing too is I feel like time of possession is the one thing that a lot of people haven't talked about as much. I mean, the past two games, it's crushed you. It's yeah. crushed. I mean, you're within one possession of Purdue, and you had the ball what 17 minutes throughout the entire game. You can't win Big Ten football like that. I don't care if Purdue is pass heavy. You can't win Big Ten football games yeah. like that. And one thing that I'll add, Strick, and I want to know how you feel about this because this is one of the things is timely plays because I look at the Ramir Johnson drop last week. And again, there were yeah. plenty of things that happened throughout that game that didn't go to Nebraska's way. That wasn't why they lost, but you have to look at that. There was no one within 20 yards of Ramir Johnson on that little swing pass. He had wide open green in front of him. What happens the very next play? You throw a pick that pick puts them in a short field. They end up scoring a touchdown deflates you first half. You go down. I mean, you got to think if Ramir Johnson, even if he gets taken down, you get a field goal, you go into halftime up, that is in the Big Ten, that is huge. Mm -hmm. It is huge. So I think timely plays is something that this team's going to have because you're going to have opportunities. Minnesota, I would say, isn't even as good of a defense as, as Illinois. No, they're not. You are going to have opportunities to make a big play. Mm -hmm. You have to make it. You have to. And you can't have drops. You can't have fumbles. You can't have things like that that. Uh, uh, drop passes, fumbles, missed assignments, 
uh, broken uh, coverage, you can't have that against this team. If you stay disciplined the whole game, like it's literally going to be a mental uh, uh, game for you. It always is against Minnesota. All game. Yeah. The whole game. You can't take a, a playoff, a no. down off, none of that. Well, uh, Ken asked this on the text line, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, starting text line. Ken says, why is Whipple such a hurry, slow it down, run the ball? That, that That's a, a, a fair question because I think the one thing is that uh, we saw Anthony Grant get going a little bit in that first half. I think he broke off like a 14-yard run, something around that range. I think the problem that I'll, that I'll respond to Kent with is when you get down, it's so tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, when that's not like you're – like the thing about Minnesota is even when they're down, they're going to keep running and mm-hmm. keep running and keep running. I don't think Nebraska's established the identity that that's what they're going to do. Right. They can do it, but I wouldn't say that's Nebraska's identity they're going to. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's not much really I can I can speak on that part because that is that is just an actual factual <laughs> dynamic. Unfortunately, uh, it's it's uh, I I don't understand it because I mean you had certain plays that you were able to get off. Um, you had a couple of great tight end screens. Brewington broke one. You didn't come back to it. You didn't do any wide receiver screens. You barely did any. Uh, running backs, you did a couple of draws that got you a, a, a you know a little right. bit of room, a couple, right. sp- and then you went away from it. You didn't do that. You just dropped it. I mean, even you the vocal like play. It. I mean, you, yeah, you didn't see you didn't it see again. That again. And in the Brewington play as well. I mean, it, the thing is, they always say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, before we had to break, Bill and Bennett says you are so right. Strick, load the box, stop the run, start Logan Smothers, and control the clock. Controlling the clock is going to be huge. Huge, huge in this one. Again, we're live from Barry's in the Haymarket. We'll be here from 2 to 6. Old school next will also be at Barry's. A little bit cold outside, so we are inside. Come by, say hi. Come sign your name because we got a free signed Jason Peter jersey. We're going to give that away at 555 on the dot. Completely free. All you got to do is put your name in the hat. Be eligible to win that. Uh, The Pet Band will also be here at 8 o'clock in Barry's. They open tomorrow at 8 in the morning. So Barry's is going to be the place to be this entire weekend. we got to take a quick break. Quick break. Again, we are live from Barry's in the Haymarket. We'll be right back on the block, 93.7 The Ticket.